You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. If you are listening to the podcast of this, it is located at RudolfSteiner.Podbean.com. Please consider becoming a patron. As well, there are two publishing houses, SteinerBooks.org in America and RudolfSteinerPress.com in England, which are the sole publishers of Steiner into English and have given me permission to do these recordings. Please consider patronizing them as well. This is a reading of Collected Works, Volume 88, by Rudolf Steiner, translated by James Hines, entitled Concerning the Astral World in Devakan. I'm on the last section, Section 4, which is composed of nine individual lectures, some of them rather short, because they are an author's report and an additional report and fragmentary listener's notes. These were held in Berlin from August to December 1903. This first one I am numbering 15.1, and it's uh, Questions About Reincarnation, given in Berlin on August 24, 1903. To begin, I must say something that is important for evolution and reincarnation. Every personality, every individuality must live through Devakan up to the Rupa sphere in order to maintain the unifying thread that passes through several earth lives. A personality as highly developed as Nicholas Kusanis was working up to the Arupa sphere already in his ordinary life. True, every human being acts out of the Arupa sphere, but very few know anything about it. The more highly a human being is raised in the Arupa sphere in the time between two earth lives, the more the divine breaks through in his or her earth life. Kuzanis wrote a book concerning, quote, not knowing, close quote, out of a higher knowing, titled Didocta Ignorantia. Ignorantia means not knowing, and here that means not knowing with a higher seeing. In his books he wrote as follows, quote, There is a kernel of truth in all religions. We need only look deeply enough in them, close quote. He also had already stated that the earth moves around the sun. He said that out of an intuition. Copernicus had this knowledge only in the 16th century. Cusanus had it already in the 15th. Incarnations such as the one Cusanus had are to be considered in light of his later incarnations. Cusanus is already pointing to a future theosophy on one hand and on the other hand to a future modern natural science. All this had an influence on his following incarnation. Nicholas Cusanus was Copernicus in his following incarnation. It is possible for the memories of earlier incarnations that have been lost to later awaken, perhaps after one or more incarnations. The causal body can be used as a means only if, in Devakan, one has awakened on the plane above the causal sphere. Every human being must, through the power from Devakan, be drawn down once again into the physical sphere in order to acquire abilities there that he or she has not yet developed. We learn about these forces in the highest Arupa stage and thereby acquire influence on our later incarnations. We then take our lives in hand to a certain extent. Kuzanis is an example of steady, regular evolution. One incarnation, however, is not dependent alone upon one's own development, but also for the usefulness and significance for all evolution, 
the sequence of personalities of higher individuals is no longer irregular. But reincarnation is still irregular with less developed individuals. With highly developed individuals, certain salient traits are prominent. Number one, a reverent view of what is higher. Number two, a calm love of God. Number three, developing, evolving in God. As an example of a regular steady development of an individual, we can observe a contemporary of Jesus, Philo of Alexandria. His individuality came later as Spinoza, 1632-1677, and then as Johann Gottlieb Fichte, 1762-1814. We have here an individuality passing through three personalities. If one reads Fichte without knowledge of this process, one can understand him only a little. However, with this knowledge one finds that his words are written with a fiery enthusiasm. All these great spirits have passed through a regular steady evolution. Postscript from the editor of the German edition. H. P. Blavatsky wrote in Volume 3 of Title to Secret Doctrine, Section XLI, quote, As an example of an adept, cite several Middle Ages Kabbalists and a well-known personality of the 15th century, the Cardinal of Cusa. As a consequence of his wonderful devotion to esoteric studies in the Kabbalah, karma led the suffering adept to where he could seek intellectual recovery and rest from ecclesiastical tyranny in the body of Copernicus. Rudolf Steiner portrayed this with more detail in his lectures on January 21st, February 15th, and March 7th, 1909, entitled The Principle of Spiritual Economy, GA or CW 109 in which he said that the astral body of Nicholas of Cusa was carried over to Nicholas Copernicus, although the eye of Copernicus was entirely different from that of Cusanus. Concerning Spinoza and Fichte, Rudolf Steiner also spoke in a lecture from June 5, 1913, in Helsingsfors, GA or CW 158, and that is the end of lecture 15.1.